Hello, my name is Andy O'Neill, and thanks for watching Weblitica TV. I'm joined today by my good friend, Loic Sabi. Loic is the owner of Wiseflow, and he builds business saving automations with no code tools, and he's been doing that for about six years. Loic is a registered Integramat partner. You can contact Loic and check out more about what he does at wiseflow.com. Loic, welcome. Hi, Andy. Um, thanks for the introduction. So, um, yeah, so just a little correction is wiseflow.co, CO. Oh, dot CO. I, yeah. I have dot CO in my notes, but yeah, yeah I said dot com. Force to have it. My bad. <laughs> no worries. Well, thanks for being my, my very first guest of the very first show ever. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, this is my very, very first show ever, too. So, um, a lot of pressure. <laughs> we'll keep it easy. All right. So tell me about, uh, before we get into our topic, tell me about business saving automations. I'm hoping you have a story about that, how you, how that works. Yeah. I mean, it's like, um, you know, like every, every customer is different. Every business is different. So, uh, but, uh, one of my first business saving automation, uh, you know, I came to Zapier. I was a Zapier user before to be an Integromat user and one of, and, um, and uh, I was working for a business that had a lot of automation need, a lot of uh, manual tasks. Uh, but one, so like I started to build like a lot of automation for that business. But like one of them that, that kind of like pop up in my mind is um, we used to have a NAC database for this business and every, every single, so it was based on contractors to, to uh, people's, uh, like tutor to people's home. And uh, so in a database, every single potential connection between a contractor and, uh, and, uh, and the client was one entry, one, one record. And um, so the way the system was working with Zapier is like, like the, the, the contractor could, the tutor could either like decline or accept the, the job. But as long as, they were, as long as they were not kind of like they, were, they had not made a decision about accepting or declining, they are receiving one email every day um, with the job details until they took some kind of action. And the issue with this is when they was getting really busy, sometimes they were getting 10, 15, 20 emails a day. And instead of like just accepting or declining jobs, what they were doing, they were just unsubscribing. Or, um, so that became like a big business issue. And Zapier didn't have the ability to really handle so what, what we wanted to do was to send all the jobs in one email once a day. So like, even though if they were not taking action into accepting or declining, they would only get one email. Um, and, um, and Zapier was not able to do this. So like one of the first big integration I built with Integromat was able to like just query the database, pull all the job details for this, uh, each tutor and send them like a very nicely formatted email with like all those jobs. And I really... That, that was really important for business for the, for the client because suddenly, you know, like no matter how busy the area was for each contractor, they were only getting one email and, and from the same email, I could decline or request jobs. So it was like, uh, it was, uh, from that day I fell in love with Integromat and I, and I was like, uh, this is, uh, this is opening so many new, uh, doors for automation. And that's just like one example that probably, was a, was helped a business like to retain like hundreds of contractors itself and reduce by just reducing the churn rates and like making sure you know like making their life 
easier, making the business life easier. And also like in Zapier, it was costing a lot of automation. You know, it was like a lot of operations for a thousand contractors, you know, like sending them 10 email a day, that's 10,000 operation every day. That's 300,000 operation in Zapier, which is probably over like 300,000. There would be, uh, that would be like probably like a thousand bucks alone just for this automation. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, so that was a big cost saving, a big, and so it was, it was saving time, it was saving money and, and, and also just making everybody's life easier. That's cool. That's very cool. So we're going to talk about Integromat in a second, but you mentioned NAC. Quickly tell people watching what NAC is. So NAC is like a no-code, um, like app slash database app. So what it does is like it allows people to build like simple data, re- relational databases, kind of like MySQL, but without coding anything. And, and then being able to build pages on top of this. So imagine you could build your own custom CRM and you, you build like one object called clients, one object called lead, one object called uh, deal. And you just create whatever fields you want. You connect them. You know, you could say, okay, every client can have as many deal, can be connected to as many deals as, as they want. And then you create a page to, okay, you know, like, maybe for a client to sell phone board. So they can just type in their, their, their name, email, and then suddenly they have an account on your app. And, you know, they could, you know, I don't know, you could ask them, you know, like request a quote for, a quote, for example, right there and just, you know, add a, a new quote object. So it, what it does, it allows to create application without coding anything. Um, it's perfect to build databases, uh, like, sorry, like uh, custom CRMs, ERPs, so like kind of like core system uh, where you can store all the data. Um, so like one way to use it, for example, you could store all your operations data. Um, for example, you know, let's say if you go back to the tutoring business, you know, you could have all your tutor information in there, all your client information, all the, um, the packages that you've sold, and, you know, like every package is going to hit one client and one tutor. And, and then from there, you could do all kind of integration. It has a great API, so you could kind of connect to any tool you want. For example, in a tutoring business, like what, what we've done, we've been uh, processing people's credit cards from this app. So just, you know, like in a click in the app, actually send data to Stripe. And then he, he, he sent data to Stripe. Stripe process the payment. And then he creates a, um, an in, uh, like a sales receipt in QuickBooks and then he looks back to NAC and say, hey, this, this, this payment has been processed. This is a ID for the, the sales receipt in QuickBooks. Um, so that's kind of an example. It's just like from an employee that can just, uh, it's great to build like internal app for employees. So like to run a business, you know, like I've been building NAC app, NAC app for example, for um, uh, e-commerce to manage their orders. So I had a, I had a client, they, they were at the Etsy store and the Shopify store. So it was a good way to centralize all their order in one place. They, so, um, and then manage, you know, like the status of the order, you know, like from receive, produce, shipped, etc. Um, and that's, so a lot of time people arrive in NAC because they are, they're using Google Sheets. Right. So uh, that's kind of like uh, when, when, uh, when uh, the Google Sheets or Excel nightmare is too much to take, that's when people start to send inquiry about, how, about or looking around and looking tools like NAC or Airtable 
Right. And um, and then when it's done properly, it's just like it is like really you can change a business. And really, it's uh, I mean, you and I are both NAC and Integramat users, and so uh, you know what what I kind of describe it as. If you own a business and like you look around and like there's no software that fits exactly what you need to do, you can build it with NAC typically. Yeah, typically. And just, yeah, and and um, for me, like uh, that's how I got to NAC. I was trying to so you have a couple options right you have like trying to i mean basically you have three options i think is like the first option is like you try to find some something off the shelf like a tool that already exists and try to make it fit your needs uh and that's often it can work enough like uh, at the beginning but it tends to it tends to we like we, we we always find some kind of limitation at some point that's right. you know it's like oh i wish this tool could do this and then suddenly you 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 enter the hacking phase where you <laughs> kind of like tweak the tool to um to try to do what you want to do and it starts to be very uh complicated sometimes dangerous and you know is impossible to maintain or like you know like you just, i've 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 tried to hack crms into like working like a little erp before and it got so complex, you know, because we're like trying to build leverage a little automation inside the CRM to to build automations, and mo- mostly using tags. And it was like it was like so complicated with like hundreds of tags, and and it was very hard to uh, to work with. So so that's the first option, and is so it works good for small businesses or like businesses that don't change much. Um, the second option is to actually have someone and find a, uh, a developer or like, a, or like an agency that they build apps and build something custom for you. And that can easily, that can get really expensive. Very expensive, yeah. Very expensive and, <clears throat> and, and long because you have to explain your business model and they have to understand your business model and start to build things. Um, so the average rate is probably like 250 bucks an hour. So it's just how to get expensive quickly. And then there's a new avenue, new-ish, which is like the no code space. And that's where, you know, both you and I are. And that's when you can kind of like do things yourself. And, um, and that's kind of like a tool like Knack, you know, you can, someone could, could, that's curious and that likes to build stuff could probably get an app going in a few days, you know, at first. And then uh, uh, like an expert like you and I can probably build like a basic CRM in like less than a day. Mm-hmm. So, um, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's awesome. You know, it's just like a, it's a great new area. Um, and, um, it's, it's only growing right now. And, and, uh, and to, like every tool is getting better right now. There's a lot of competition. So I think like no code is a great future. Yeah. The other thing I've seen businesses do when they're, when the software they pick doesn't really fit very well is they start to change how they do business to fit the software. And that's, that's a yeah. terrible outcome too. Yeah, that's yeah. So that's that's uh, that's another one. Yeah, that's, that that can be uh, that can be dangerous. Um, so yeah, definitely. I mean, no code. Like that's what tools like NAC are awesome. Is like like uh, there's there are some technical limitations uh, because obviously I try to stay the, to keep things simple so that they can't just keep on adding features. Uh, but like overall, it is like very easy to customize and to to grow with your business. So like for example, if I go back to the to, to a tutoring app, um, you know, like the initial product, like product, pro, uh, app at probably 
15 objects. Now the, the app has like 85 objects. So now it's also managing like a track, a time tracking for uh, office employees. It's managing uh, the blog content. So right. like we can just, we, we can, someone can use a rich text editor in the app and then press send and the, uh, it creates like a blog post. So, what, so what's common with companies that start using the, these tools, they'll, they'll, you know, they'll start using Mac to solve problem A, and then they'll be, and they'll say like, "Wow, well, I've got this other problem and this other problem." And this like it just once you start using these tools, it grows because once the business owner sees what they're capable of, you just kind of, you know, they can kind yeah. of take over and run their whole business. Yeah, and that's so it's it's a beauty of it, and it's also a danger because. Uh, uh, <laughs> It, it, then suddenly we start to build really fast apps that can get pretty complex. Mm-hmm. So, um, and that's why sometimes it's good to team up with a partner to help keep things in track because apps can get enormous. And if they're poorly built, poorly, not poorly built, but if, that, if it's not really well thought, uh, the database could be pretty heavy, like in terms of connections, for example, of formulas, and suddenly like the app could slow down. Yeah. Um, so that's that's kind of like one of the drawbacks of all apps is, is speed can be an issue if if um, if it's too bloated. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's, it's awesome. It happens all the time. You know, like clients starting with something really small. They're like, oh, I just want to see the the invoices status, and then suddenly they want like uh, they also want like to uh, be able to uh, send reminders to their clients to pay the invoice, and then you know all kinds of things or like, or pay the invoice online. So, um, yeah, it grows, they tend to grow fast and, um, and people can get addicted to, to this. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, Oh, can we just do this? And suddenly you have a new page on the app and then the employees have to learn a new tool, like a, a new feature. Sometimes it's just like so many new features arrive that is, is how to keep everyone in the loop that you can do this now. Right. Something else when you start using no-code tools, like, and if you don't hire a partner, you're like, hey, I'm brand new and I'm figuring out how to learn like a platform like Mac. What I've noticed, I noticed this myself, is the stuff I built with Mac five or six years ago probably could have been built a better way Mm -hmm. uh, now that I have five or six years of additional Mac experience. And so that's kind of the, the benefit of working with the partner too, is that there are ways to build things with all these systems that work, but then there's maybe a better way to build them. That's, you know, more sustainable and scales better. Yeah. I mean, I mean, typically, you know, the example is like you, you, you start, you know, like you say, okay, you know, like I want to, I'm going to create a new object in NAC and you create, um, you know, like, let's say for client, it's just like a regular object. And then two years down the road, you're like, well, now I want to, I'm, I'm running this digital agency and now I want my clients to have a portal where they can upload documents. Right. But because it's an object and it's not a user role, well, you have to kind of redo everything. Um, and that's, that's always difficult. Uh, so now, for example, for me, yeah, when I build a Mac app, like everything, every, everything that's tied to a person, even though like they might never have access to the app, I always create a role. Mm-hmm. So like just in case, you know, like down the road, they need some kind of access, you know, it is there. It's there. Um, yeah. That makes sense. And uh, there's so many, so many things like this. I mean, for me, uh, I, I still work on the, on the tutoring app. That's my first big app that I built. I still work on it. And I'm like, sometimes I have to look 
have to look back at things that I've built like six, uh, five years ago and it's just still, it's, it's painful because it's, it's very hard to undo. Right. And I know, I know it could be so much more efficient. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's definitely is, is good to, is, is good to, uh, to get some help at first and, uh, or even have someone that you have in that's familiar with your app and you can contact, uh, when, the, when you get stuck somewhere. So like to save some time, right. um, it's, it's always a good approach. Like, yeah, probably build a foundation with someone and then you can, you can build the iteration yourself. But like when you need some help, you have someone on like retainer to, to jump in and that knows your app and doesn't need like two hours just to see what is what and, and right. help you. That's, that's a, that's a pretty cost efficient way to, to build things. Yeah. Well, so let's shift gears here a little bit and let's talk about, um, Integromat and Zapier. So Integromat and Zapier are, uh, I think Zapier is probably the more well-known platform. Integromat is a you know, direct pr- competitor of Integromat or of Zapier. And let's talk about those. And both of those are, integration platforms as a service. So that's a software as a service that you can sign up for to integrate different tools together and automate your data. And so, uh, you know, like I said, you know, Lewick and I are both Integromat registered partners. So we're partners with them, but we have both also used Zapier for a very long time. And so we're just going to talk about, you know, uh, Integromat versus Zapier. There's a whole bunch of videos out on, out on YouTube where you can do this, but we're just going to create our own and talk and make our own video about this. <laughs> So let's talk about pros and cons. Uh, let's start with Zapier. So pros of Zapier. Why, why would somebody want to use Zapier? And then we'll talk about the drawbacks of Zapier. Okay, so Zapier is like the oldest uh, platform out there that does this, as far as I know. Um, and probably like the, the most, li- like people are the most likely to find on their way to, when they want to start to when I try to automate something that Zapier would be probably the first option they'll find. Um, so Zapier is, is really good because they've been in business for a long time and um, they have like a lot of apps. I would say on top of my head, I think there were 2000. So like most I, I Googled it. I, I found over 3000 now. Okay. Okay. So, oh. so that, and they're growing fast. So they add a yep. lot of apps. Um, so uh, for example, they have a lot of obscure, like, specialty CRM so you can find them there and that's that's great because uh, it helps people you know that don't that don't want to connect directly with an API to to get the ball rolling um, so Zapier and Zapier is like really really good to build simple uh, automation like with a few steps you know like think about your new submission form on your website uh, look if the contact already exists in your CRM. If it does not exist, create a contact. Typically, you know, like three-step, three-four-step um, automation. And someone with no experience would probably build this, would be able to build this, you know, like fairly easily because the way they build the UI is kind of like a funnel. is is almost impossible to escape. It's like vertical. You start from the top and then you click and every time you click you, you move to the next step so it's very it's very um it flows very easily uh and it kind of like it almost instructs you every step to say okay now build a connection now you know like map the you map your fields and and okay now you can test it so that's so, that, so that's perfect um and um so that that's really like the big advantage of, of zapier is probably is like a, is like a, a a pretty easy to understand tool 
and um, and it's kind of like a good place to start when you when you build your first automations. That's kind of like a good way to get familiar with Zapier. Right. And what some of the drawbacks, uh, you know, kind of the one I made a note of is just you know um, if you have to do math or if you have to, have to format a date. Mm-hmm. Like that becomes like its own step. Like you can't do that within a step. So like everything you do becomes a step in Zapier. Uh, to me, that's kind of one of the drawbacks of, of Zapier. Yeah. So that's definitely a big one. It's just like, uh, and I don't know at this point if it's like a, uh, um, like a way to just increase revenue or, uh, but basically, yeah, it's, it's, Every time you need to do sort of formatting, you know, like um, when you start, and that's mostly impacting people that they want, they want to uh, build like a bit more advanced automation. You, you can start to have like 10 formatter steps, you know, in your, in your automation. And so it's just like 10 more operations and it just, it just like increases your cost like crazy. Right. When, um, when, you know, in, in Tegomat, it would be done in like zero step, you know, it would be right. just built into the, the module. And one example, one example I have is like I used to get the, uh, for a client, like uh, strings, like email as a string, uh, not email, sorry, addresses as a string. Mm. And I had to, and obviously in a CR, like in any kind of database, you don't, most in most cases, an address as a field for street and an address, uh, a, a field for city, state, zip code. So like the way the way to do this in Zapier was to kind of like split the string for every comma. And that was one step for the, for the, uh, so that, they changed this now. It's a bit better, but back in the day, you have to had to split like those string and then split the substring, and it was like four or five steps to just do this. Right. And it was absurd, and it was and uh, it was like so hard to, uh, so tedious to do that you just want to pull your hair off. Right. Um, and uh, and one other thing too is just like you can't clone the steps. You know, so like sometimes those, some steps are very similar. You only need to change a few things. And there you just have to kind of like go and select the new mode, like select the app that you want to use and then select the function you want to perform and all of this. So like when you build like a lot of automation, that starts really, that starts really to be a drag. So the, the, in terms of user experience too, is like uh, formatting data and like kind of copy pasting, duplicating a branch. Um, it, this is out of like the big drawback of Zapier. Another big one I want to touch base that's, um, is like the way the way they built the U the UI was vertical, so at, which is great when you when you get started and you have no experience. But the issue is down the road, you know, automations are like get more complex, and then so like the way to kind of like branch out something is to use what they call path, and then path are just like okay, so let's say the example. Um, that I gave earlier is like you you look if the, you have a new lead in your website you look if the lead exists in your CRM and then now you want to, if the lead exists, you want to update the lead. If the right. lead does not exist, you want to create it. So here you have to create two paths and those paths are just the, the way it's built. You just, when you, when you pass B, for example, you can't see pass A. So like on this very simple example, is our problem, but like sometimes it's just like, it's just like really hard to, to manage uh, because you have to open the pass, close the pass and go back to so it's just like a lot of clicks. It's, it's very, very difficult when Integromat right. is just is like a big canvas, and you see every, all the branches, every all the logic in front of you, and it's, it's so much easier when, as soon as you start to build complex flow. Right. Um, so so the pro, the pro, the big drawback of Zapier is like super easy to get started, but then 
uh, once you're addicted and start to build automation, you're going to hit a wall pretty quick. Right. And I will say one of the advantages for, we're going to switch in talking about Integromat here in a second, but one of the things, and I think a lot of, you know, even high-end Integromat users keep a Zapier account because of those 3,000 connections. And I did it yesterday. I had something that Integromat wasn't really doing well. So I just kicked the data out to my Zapier account and did it there because it was just easier to kick that out. So I kind of, I kind of use Zapier kind of like another module in Integromat really is, is why I have that. And I, I maintain, you know, the lowest tier account for my client work. I don't, don't use it a lot, but it's there and it's really helpful. No, of course. And it's like, uh, I think everyone that works a lot in Integromat faces those things like once in a while, like the other day for a client, I, I couldn't find the, the right trigger in Integromat for Gmail, for example. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted to, I wanted to be able to trigger a scenario when the, the, a label is added to an email and in Integromat is not doable. You, you can kind of monitor email with a certain label when they come in, but the issue is like, like if, if by the time Integromat does a lookup to look at the email, if the label is not, is, is, uh, is not there, then it's not going to see it. And if you add the label later, it's not going to trigger your automation. So, uh, and Zapier has this exact automation uh, trigger. So like I had to, I, and I told the clients like, hey, let's just get like a free uh, Zapier, like, or like a cheap, you know, like a Zapier account. So you can just get this data. When the label is applied, you trigger, you send the data to Integromat and then we do the work there. Right. And, and it was absurd because it would have been easy to build in Zapier, but like by doing it with two apps, you was saving like uh, uh, 30 bucks a month, you know, and for a small business, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's uh, $360 for the year. Yeah. That adds up. You know, it had, and it's just like, and it was not worth it to have a bigger Zapier account for just doing that. But yeah. So it's just like, sometimes I just wish like, uh, yeah, there's always like a need uh, for, uh, I mean, there's often a need for like a Zapier account for like these random jobs. For right. Sure. Yeah. So let's switch to Integromat. I think it's safe to say you and I both prefer Integromat over Zapier, you know, as a whole. Um, let's talk about some of the advantages of, of using Integromat. Um, so, I mean, like, like uh, the main, like one of the big factor for me, uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with a non-technical side first, which is like pricing. Uh, and I've been working with that at the Zapier account since 2015, I think, um, prices have been going up and up and up a lot because, you know, they've been, they have a very strong market position and they've been able to do so, which is great for them. But now I reach a point where I have some really small clients arrived with me and I'm like, I had something super silly the other day. It was a client they wanted to, um, they wanted to, uh, uh, when they get a new email, when it's, so when they send a new email in MailChimp or there is like some email event like an unsubscribe or like a bounce or whatever, they wanted to add this information to their CRM. So mm-hmm. simple things, just one event, find the contact in the CRM, add a note. So it was like three step, but they send like 3,000 email a month. So that's 10,000 step, uh, 10,000 operations, you know, like, or something like this. So like the price was like, uh, See, it was even more than that because it was a bit more complex. But anyway, like it was like five times as expensive to do it with that with Integromat at the end. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I mean, I rather um, so like 
I think, and the, the value was not really big for the client. It was nice to have. And the thing is just like, with Zapier, you would have just not done it because it wasn't worth it. Right. You know, so, uh, so, so pricing, I think that, I think Zapier is like at the point where, yeah, it's still fine for like very important automation. And that's where you can still kind of like get a return on your investment, but like some kind of nice to have in automation, I think they're almost too expensive now. So, um, so that's kind of one issue. So Integralize is like way more competitive in terms of pricing. Uh, so that's, that's a big factor. If we go to the technical side, um, Integrama is just like a, uh, like a way better UX, you know, um, you, you have, it's like all those round modules connected with each other. Every fil- like the filters are like between the connection to this module. This is very easy to understand. Right. You know, it's just like you can, and the visual is like anyone can understand how, how the, the data flows. They might not understand the logic, but they can understand where the data flows. And, and so for me, like when you start to build some integration on Integromat after like a few, you start to kind of like, you look at the, uh, an automation and you can almost tell what it does before to open anything. Right. You know, you can see the logic is like, oh, if this happened, then you have like, now you have like three options, A, B, and C, you know, like this is so visual. This is a, it was a genius in terms of, of uh, uh, UX. Um, so that's, that's great. Um, as we said, also like, uh, uh, one thing that's amazing is like be able to dynamically map data. So, so put formulas within a field and say, you know, like, okay, format the date, you know, like, like for example, a date formatter is amazing. You know, you can create, you can write a date like, uh, uh, January 12, 2021, or you can put it, you know, like in, in the day first or like the month first, like you can put the time. It's just like, it's amazing. It has caused zero operation and it's like extremely easy to set up. You can even like put, instead of January, you can put Jan, you know, it's just like, so, so, um, so this is like extremely cool because uh, you can put very complex formulas and save a lot of time and, and, and uh, operations just doing so. Right. Um, yesterday, here, here's an example. Yesterday I was saving videos from Vimeo and I was saving the data into a database, a NAC database. And the client's field was, you know, how many minutes long was the video? The Vimeo gives you seconds. Well, mm-hmm. with Zapier, I would have had to create a step and said seconds divided by 60. But instead, I just put it, put it directly into that field. When I was mapping it to NAC, I said seconds divided by 60. And it did the math on the fly and added the right number to the database. So yeah, those formulas and formulas of math and, and, they're, they're very powerful. Yeah, it's it's uh, so yeah yeah date math uh, even text formulas are really good. Um, mm. So another thing we didn't touch base about is like the the ability to manage like multiple records. So for example, in Zapier, when you do a search for a record, let's say I'm going back to my very simple example with new lead in your website, search for a lead on your CRM. Well, if there's more than one lead with the same email, which shouldn't happen. Normally, any CRM will have the, 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 the email is unique, but let's say it can happen. Zapier would just return the first record it finds um, because they're not really designed to handle multiple records, right? So, uh, um, uh, so that's kind of an issue. In Integromat, <clears throat> actually, let's put another better example is you get a new, a, new, um, a new form submission and you have an email and you, you want to see, a, and it's an existing customer form. And you want to be able to pull how many deals you have with this client. 
Okay, so you're going to look at deals in your CRM uh, based on the client's email. Well, Zapier will return one deal. In Tecomat, we return all the deals. Okay, yeah. so what you could think is like, okay, I'm going, Zapier could, uh, in Tecomat, could return all the deals and say, some of them, you could use a, a, a module like an aggregator module and maybe some, the total of all the deals you have made with this client. And maybe email them back and say, oh, yeah, you, you've done $10,000 in business with us last year. You know, oh, it's, a use, it's a useless automation. It's just an example. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just like it's, it's so much easier to work with like multiple records. So I know Zapier, I've been working on it too. Now it's better. You can, you can work with some, some apps that you work with multiple records like Google Sheets or QuickBooks. But it's just, it's just like way more difficult to do. Yeah. And it's still pretty limited. So really kind of the, two, the, the positives in Tegramat are, are pricing and power is kind of how I summarize them, you know, and the, and the ability to do that. So let's talk about cost a little bit. You know, is there, is there kind of a way to compare, you know, cost between the two if you're using Zapier versus Integramat? Yeah, so it's, um, it's always like kind of uh, difficult. Because um, uh, I mean, cost uh, like when you when you think about automation, I think you should you should look at two things. You should look at the cost of building. Actually, it's three things: cost of building, the cost of maintaining, and the cost of running. Mm. So uh, the cost of building, I would say, like my just like you know like my gut feeling would be that that's it's probably a, if you're an experienced builder in Zapier versus an experienced builder in, in Integromat, it's probably a, twice faster to build it in Integromat, if not more. Yeah. And that's just for the ability to copy and paste, uh, like a lot less clicks, you know, everything is available within the module. So that's, that's much, much easier. Um, so that's, that's, that's for the cost of building. So much cheaper in Integromat. Unless, unless the app doesn't exist in Integromat and you have to kind of do some more advanced stuff to, to, to get where you want to go. Um, the the cost of maintaining this is a bit harder because um, in in Zapier it's kind of like oh it's kind of a maintenance it's kind of like a, a error error handling it's kind of like turnkey you know you just select if you want to auto replay your errors yes or no and then that's kind of uh, the way it works and that's you don't have to worry about it too much except when you do have an error that, that doesn't auto resolve well, then it starts to be really complicated to handle. Let's say, stupid example is a QuickBooks. You're trying to create a new invoice for a client, but you already have someone with the same name in QuickBooks. And that was a return, like QuickBooks can only have like one display name. So like- Which is a common error. <laughs> which is a very common error for anyone that does like a lot of volume. Yeah. Uh, and I used to get this error for a client, like on Zapier, like maybe 12 a week. And what I had to do was to tell them the error happened and they had to manually execute the flow, which was, you know, when you, when you do an automation and like 1% of your task, you have to, to do it manually is, is not fun. Um, with Integromat, you, you could have something where you sort of say, if you have this error, what you're going to do, you're just going to add an asterisk at the end of the name, or you're going to add space or like a, a dash or whatever. So you, you make the name unique and you just keep going. Like, so for the same clients where they were spending an hour a week, you know, doing this, they were like now, you know, they save 50 hours, you know, of admin time. Right. You know, and that's, yeah, that's a thousand bucks. So, um, 
um, so that so that's the cost of maintenance. So like Integromat can be a bit more tedious to set all the error handling because it's so granular. You can do so much and exactly what you want. Uh, but in terms of maintenance, you have a lot less um, if it's well well set up. And then the last cost is the cost of running. And this is uh, the cost of running your scenario is obviously like the cost per operation change a lot based on on your plan, obviously, and and how many operations you do. But like it's much cheaper on the integral map and it's like probably, I would say at least five times cheaper, sometimes 10 and some plans are even calculated. I have a cool blog post about, about the difference between integral map and Zapier on, on my website. Um, and uh, on some plans it could be like 50 times cheaper. So that's one thing. Okay. Uh, second thing is a lot of time you can build because you don't, a filter is not a step in, the, in integral map. Uh, uh, like you don't need formatter so like you can, your automation can be, use a lot less modules. And so like, you know, like you might use like 30% less modules on a complex automation. So that's 30% less operations, you know, to work with. Right. Uh, so like if you can't filters and stuff, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's, it's already like a pretty big change. So not only, not only are you going to use less steps, but you also, they're going to cost a lot less. Right. So I actually have like a little form on my website that's kind of fun to play with. You can you can see how much you pay right now in Zapier, and it will give you an idea of how much you will pay on Integromat. Okay. So uh, I'll send you a link later if, if you if you want to add it for for you. Um, and that's a wiseflow.co, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's uh, it's 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 and that's pretty is is make, making some basic mm-hmm. assumptions and the pricing from is from last year. So like, but it should be like still give a pretty good idea of like how much money can be saved. Uh, and actually I have a lot of clients. What I do is like, I, sh- I show them how much I can save and they're like, they're happy to pay my fee to, to like move them over. Right. So tell me about that service. I know that you, that's, that's something you offer is, is, uh, somebody says, okay, I'm, you know, I'm paying more on Zapier than I would be on Integromat. How do we, how do we move? Yeah. So, uh, um, I've been doing like, uh, I've been doing this like, uh, um, 18 months ago for, for the tutoring business, that's, that's a really big client. And uh, I moved like probably over like uh, 250 apps. So, oh, wow. so I developed like some kind of expertise in doing so. Um, and um, and uh, so like the, the first approach is like kind of like looking at the app stack, right? Which apps are using and, and see if there's any kind of app, key app that might be missing in Integroma and, and, um, and, um, uh, so, so that would be like, uh, because this could be incurring a bit more cost, you know, like if you need to build to make custom API calls because the app is not supported by Integromat, but Integromat has a lot of apps too. So it's, it's pretty rare. Um, and then, the, the, so that's the key thing after it's just like kind of get an idea of how much money is I going to save? That's mm-hmm. so like, uh, that's, uh, that's kind of, um, uh, the second step. And then after it's like lay out a plan to do it. Right. So like you need, because automation, ideally you, you want zero interruption. So like you need to find the right way to keep things going into Zapier until you turn on Integroma. And then, so, you know, like you could, you could work with a minimal uh, disruption. Right. And um, so there's, there's a bit of expertise there. And, uh, and uh, once you have the right, uh, the right way, to, the right approach, it, it works very well. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's, uh, it's, it's, it's not that complicated. And the good thing too, is like a lot of time, like some of the intelligence, like the, the design and stuff can be reused, you know, from Zapier to Integromat. So we don't have to reinvent the wheel. 
And uh, so if you, because I'm you and I, when we're familiar with Zapier, we understand quickly what's happening on Zapier and we can quickly reproduce in Integromat right. without too much struggle. And then, and then even better, we, we, can only, we can see what happened on Zapier, why it's built this way, and just improve it in Integromat instead of just kind of making a, a copy, just like a, as close as possible from Zapier thing. We might start to, um, I always add some, like a little special sauce. So it's like easier to, uh, it's like, it's like either cheaper to run or, um, or just deliver more value for the clients. You know, let's say, oh, I'm just going to add some HTML formatting to this node because it's just, it's going to look nicer on there. Right. And it doesn't cost me anything. Yeah. So uh, things like this. It. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, uh, so like, um, yeah, I actually did like a, uh, I had a client for e-commerce. I moved over like a few months ago and it's it just like, he was pretty, pretty happy. So it was like, it's like <laughs> he saved like $2,000 a year on, on the, on the, Zapier, it spent like 500 bucks which to move like like four or five key integrations. And then, uh, and then he was also improved integration that was more reliable because he had a lot of stuff, like he had errors that was happening on Zapier and he couldn't, he had no good way of preventing them. So he had, he was, he had like a disruption in his like supply chain and, and his clients were mad. Uh, so he went from like having three or four mad clients a month to none. So he, he, was, he was pretty okay about that. Yeah. So yeah, it saves a lot of time. And and so if somebody wants to convert from Zapier to Integromat, then go to wiseflow.co, contact you. Yep. Um, I will say that if if uh, somebody's listening and they, they need, need like an hour of support for Zapier or Integromat, they can actually go to weblitica.com and they'll they can book a time with either you or I on that site uh, yep. for you know they may have a problem that they need to fix. Um, so, and that's available too. And, uh, uh, the way that works is you'll get whoever's available. If you want, if you want Loic, uh, specifically, then just reach out and we can get you a link that'll, that'll for sure go to his calendar. But, uh, so that's, that's available too. So, yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate this. This has been, this has been fun. We've talked, covered a lot of ground, talked about a lot of different stuff and, uh, yeah, I hope, uh, I hope you brought some value, uh, to, uh, to the viewer <laughs> so yep. it was like uh, it was definitely a lot going on and um we're, we're pretty passionate about this uh we yeah we both worked a lot on that period in integral so we have a lot of strong feelings but um i would say like i think the probably the most important is like uh they use that pure integral is like if you use them right you're going to get a lot of value out of them mm -hmm. you know so like don't you know if integral is too hard for you to get started you know like don't always say to get the ball rolling on zapier and it's not doesn't mean you marry to Zapier anyway. You can always change later. Right. I think it's more important to start building some key automations and then you know like worry about later about improving the performance and and uh, um, yeah about improving the, the the performance or like or, or saving costs. You know like I think uh, having an, a good automation is better than no automation. Yeah. You know, so true. and Zapier can still save you a lot of time. Yeah, for and sure. They, no, no, for sure. And, uh, and, and it's a, it's a great learning tool too, because it's, it's a bit easier to, it's like, a is the learning curve is not as steep as Integromat. So like for first time users, it's definitely the, the, the good tool to, to learn for right. sure. Right. Very right. good. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And, uh, we'll, we'll talk soon. All right. Thanks Andy. Have a good one. You too. All right. Bye.